You're listening to the KB Podcast Network. <laughs> Welcome to McIntyre's Next Level Podcast, a place for entrepreneurs, leaders, and dreamers to awaken and be activated to their full potential. Are you ready to get out of the boat and experience your next level? Here's your host, Michael McIntyre. Welcome, everybody. This is Michael McIntyre, your most humble host of the Next Level Podcast here at McIntyre. And uh, every week, we are so blessed because we get to bring you some fascinating people. And this young, pretty lady is no less than, she's amazing. She is fascinating. And she is fiercely, quick-witted, uh, hilarious, infectious personality from the Bronx, New York, baby. <laughs> Man, I mean, that's that's real country, baby. That's real country. Um, Leah is an amazing woman who has garnered much respect among friends, colleagues, and all who come in contact with her through her, her persevering optimism, strategic and operational leadership, and honest spirit. It's so true. She's been brought up in a Christian community and having served her local community, particularly through service with the Girl Scouts of America, independent mentorship of teenagers. And Leah has a unique and unusual way of bringing the gap between people from demogra all demographics through commonality of shared experiences and uncanny relatability. And this is so true. Uh, she's launched a special, uh, the social agency in 2015. And uh, she's been a consulting for strategic and operational consulting for social media, branding, advertising, and tools to aid small businesses, nonprofit organizations, and personalities. The, her list goes on and on. She is really amazing. She also just started a brand new deal. She's such an entrepreneur, uh, has recently turned a dinner party into a hit and an additional revenue stream called Tipsy, infused ice cream for grown folks. <laughs> I love that. I think that's so cool. Uh, as just a, as quote, just a Pentecostal girl from the Bronx who loves Jesus, her desire to see people empowered in all spec all aspects of their lives is what turns this woman on. Leah Francis from Bronx, New York. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me, Michael. It's a pleasure to be with you. Absolutely. So Leah, you are an amazing young woman. And uh, I say you're young, you look really young. I mean, I don't know how old you are, but you've done a lot for whatever age you're at. And I won't ask you your age, but you just, I got to meet you in person a few weeks ago uh, when you came to Dallas, Texas to do NLE. And uh, you are one amazing woman. And so uh, we're so glad to have you on here because you're a mover and shaker. And what, you know, growing up in the Bronx, New York, and that's not like growing up in, you know, Santa Barbara, California, <laughs> it's a different deal. So t tell me about this and, and, and your perseverance in here and not only your perseverance, but you're, you're extremely successful and how you've accomplished this. Um, well, growing up in the Bronx, it gives you, well, New York anywhere, right? Anywhere in New York city within the boroughs, you have this innate, um, hustle and bustle in your spirit. It's like you're born with the rush of the trains in your blood veins or something. And so with my um, my parents, well, my, my parents met at a track meet, so they both were track stars. And so we already know that we got to take off running with this thing, right? So when they had me, I just kind of took off running um, with life. And so uh, 
Let me just backtrack a little bit. I am second generation. Grandfather was a sharecropper and migrated to New York from North Carolina with my grandmother and they decided to raise their family in New York. He purchased a home, therefore shattering the ceiling of poverty on our family. Um, he broke that chain off of us. And so that right there is a blessing, right? And so all I had to do was keep going. He gave us a great foundation to run with. And my parents, they were... Um, very optimistic. I think I'm a beautiful blend of the both of them. My mom is very much the safe person. She's a Libra just like myself. Um, she's very safe, but she's the creative. She's always, uh, she's been sewing since the fifth grade. She's always been good with her hands. My dad, on the other hand, is the more enterprising parent. He's like, let's do it. If that, if that makes money, let's do it. Let's sell it. And so I kind of got a blend of the both. And with New York, um, being a New Yorker, you got to talk fast. You have to be able to negotiate on the fly. Um, you also have to be able to just be very quick with it. Um, one of the things that one experience that sticks out to me the most was when I was in high school, I was afforded the opportunity to go to Tavern on the Green. And Tavern on the Green, if you're familiar, it's a restaurant inside of Silver Central Park super, super hoity-toity, and um, I was there, and I just felt like super, as they call now, imposter syndrome, right? Like, what am I doing here? I have no idea what I'm doing here, and so my mentor says to me, I've always been an advocate for mentorship. My mentor says to me, Leah, you gotta ask questions if you don't know something, and so that night, I was sitting at the table with Gloria Steinem, like, she was to my immediate left, had no idea who she was, and so I'm just like, hey, I'm just chilling, you know? This is a nice dinner. It's a girl from the Bronx. I'm, I've come up in the world. Like, I'm used to eating at the bodega. And so now we're <laughs> in the park. And I went to tell another mentor of mine, Trifecta, and she says, do you know who Gloria is? And I said, I have no idea who that is. She said, well, you need to Google her. And from that point on, I never wanted to be somewhere without having information. So I make it a point to make sure that I'm well abreast of different things that are going on in the world and different cultures. This will always have a conversation piece with people. And that has lended itself in business greatly um, with a lot of my networking and communications and being able to relate to people on different levels. No one wants to do business with someone they can't trust. So um, you just have to be not just um, a shark all the time, but you got to be a friend. You know what I'm saying? Like when we have relationships with people, you don't just want to call them because you need a favor. You want to call them because you have a relationship with them. So I make it a point to remember, to add a personal touch, to remember names, to make eye contact, um, remember pets' names, children's names, those sorts of things. That is so Awesome. I love that. You know, and it's kind of like you eavesdropped on my raising my daughters and teaching them these important things because listeners, listen, what Leah just said is platinum. It's real important. It's very important to teach your children to look people in the eye, to remember the names, to write, you know, even like you said, Leah, the dog's names, you know, where did you learn that from? Um, I had a mentor by the name of Terry Williams. Terry was an amazing publicist, and I met her through Girl Scouts. So I was a part of Girl Scouts, as you read in my bio. I've been a Girl Scout from the third grade onward, and so I'm a lifetime member now, which is wonderful. Uh, and through that, in New York, we had a special program with New York Life Foundation where they um, afforded us the opportunity to go to Barnard College, and um, which is adjacent to Columbia. And we got to meet wonderful people who were experts in their fields. And Terry took me on as a mentee. And so she has this book called The Personal Touch. And anyone who interns with her has to read this book. And in this book, she talks about how she maneuvered and how she grew her business and her agency to be very prominent by making personal touches with people. 
Wow. I think that's so amazing. And what a blessing. How old were you when she started mentoring you? I was 14. Come on, sister. I love that. So, you know, again, listeners, this is platinum. If you have, you know, you can even start it younger, you know, 12, 12 years old. Once they, once these children have some deductive reasoning, as I call it, and get it, you know, and kind of understand, you know, a little bit of self-awareness, because that's what it is. It really is, right, Leah? And self-awareness, knowing your surroundings, knowing who you're talking to. And, you know, one of the things I've heard constantly about, you know, successful politicians, although I'm not a big politician fan, but, you know, Bill Clinton was very successful. John F. Kennedy was very successful. Uh, You know, there's been some very successful, you know, Ronald Reagan. And one of the things that they did was really make you feel like you're the only person in the world. And it was the way they approached you, looked you in the eye and spoke to you. And I think that's one of the things to where we have, you know, there, there's, you know, obviously there's very successful pastors that have built mega churches. They have that gifting as well. But some of us that don't have that natural gifting really have to work at it. And I think what your mentor did was a huge plus for you because, listen, when you showed up at NLE, man, I mean, you're like, you're like a tornado, baby. <laughs> I mean, you're like, uh, when you, when you enter the room, you know, you're, you're not a thermometer, you're a thermostat, you know, and uh, you change the atmosphere right away. And I think that's probably because of your Pentecostal upbringings and you're, you're, you're walking with the Holy spirit, but you just have an air of that. And I think, you know, hearing from your, how you retain that from, you got the best of both worlds from your parents. I think that's very good. So with that, with, with knowing that and building that and being from the Bronx, cause uh, you know, I mean, the Bronx, like I said, it's not like growing up in Santa Barbara, but what it is a blessing for is knowing how to deal with all kinds of different situations at a moment's notice. Yes. Absolutely. Um, you know, a lot of people, I live down in the DMV area and people, when they find out from the Bronx, they just assume that it was predominantly African-American. And I'm like, no, on the contrary, my best friend from the second grade up until eighth grade, she was Vietnamese. Um, I, so it was a melting pot that I went to school with um, Hispanics. I, it was just a melting pot that I was around. And so that's one of the things that I appreciate about being from the Bronx is because we get to appreciate other people's culture and values and we get to experience it as well. So, you know, I speak Spanglish, right? Which is like a broken Spanish <laughs> yeah. English. Because when Me you go too. to the bodega, you know, when you go to bodega, people are like, what's a bodega? It's a corner store. And when you order a sandwich, so we don't, it was a very long time before I started eating Subway sandwiches. You just go to the <laughs> bodega and the ham and cheese on the roll on a hero and you know for two bucks you got lunch and so um, but to, while you're there you're learning bachata because the music in the store is so blaring and you're just dancing around <laughs> and in the store dances with you so those types of cultural influences you know when you're somewhere else when you're say Santa Barbara and you meet someone and you're having a you know a dinner party or at a fundraiser and someone is from Dominican descent and they begin to dance bachata and you can dance with them it's like cool. where did you learn this from like this is what I grew up with that's so it's awesome. always been you know just a plug yeah. yeah so diversity has been a plus for you and I think that's really important you know and I think sometimes in the church sometimes the church puts people in a bubble you know and I think that's a mistake and I think and one of the reasons I think that's why mission trips are very important but not only you know to impoverish other countries but how about in places in our own communities not necessarily impoverished but to have that diversity you know and um do some street evangelism. I know, you know, Brecca, my youngest daughter, I, I remember, 
you know, her doing that. And she was saying, yeah, I'm downtown Dallas, daddy. We, were, we went, she's like 14. She said, we went into the bus stop and uh, in downtown Dallas. And, you know, most bus stops in downtown aren't your, you know, it's not where you want to go and have, you know, tea and crumpets, <laughs> you know, but, but that's where you meet. That's where you go out there and meet the world too, you know, and, and the water we swim in. Absolutely. All right. So let me talk, let's talk about your entrepreneurship because you're sure. a business baller. I mean, you're really awesome. And so what got you into the business world and, and how did all that come up and tell us about tipsy? I think growing up, well, growing up, I always looked, looked at it like I didn't want to work for somebody else. It was just something about it. I just had this notion like, I know my mom goes to work. I know my dad goes to work. Everybody in this family goes to work. And I didn't like the fact that they were always gone. Like when I was growing, I was always loved my grandmother and I loved her, um, still do. But I just was like, I want, I wish that we could have it so that, you know, we look like the families on TV. When I need daddy or when I need mommy, she's there. And so I always thought that I would be a marketing executive for a big Fortune 500 company, corner office, C-suite executive. That's what I thought. I went to high school with a concentrated major in marketing. And that's when I began to, uh, I did a program with Barron's. Yeah, Barron's. And I was like, this is, I didn't like the office politics. And I was just like, okay, I can play this game, but I don't know how long I can play it. At least not be a rule maker and not just a rule abider. And so I was like, uh, okay, I decided I was going to go into technology at some point there because I just had a gifting for it and that. And as time progressed, I went off to college. So I'm just going to be a public relations specialist because to be honest, in, 2000, in the early 2000s, technology wasn't as common as it is now. It was something I had a grasp of. How I was the only girl on the STEM team at the time. And boys were mean to me. They were very mean. <laughs> and bet. so I didn't know, I didn't have the insight to know that, hey, this is what life is going to be like if you continue this career path. Um, and so I said, well, screw it. I'm going to go back to public relations. That's always, <laughs> they like ladies over there. It's not a problem. It wasn't until I got to college and realized that everyone I encountered had that major. So I said, well, this is going to be an oversaturated market to work in. Hard to make myself stand out. Um, Let's not do this. So when school didn't work out for me, only because we just couldn't afford it anymore, I said, Leah, we've got to figure out how we're going to make some money. And so that's when I just said, retail work was not my thing. I hated standing on my feet. And I was like, I'm good at things. And so it actually started through the church. People would ask me, they said, um, hey, I knew a lot of choirs with my networking. I knew a lot of preachers. And so people would be having a service. Hey, can you make a phone call and get this preacher to my church? Can you get this choir, this group to my church? And I would say, sure, for a fee. I and love it. <laughs> and people would say, what? And I said, so, you know, I need 10% off of your offering. And then I would tell the group or the person, I need 10% as well off of what they pay you because I need a finder's fee. And so people were like, what? I said, these relationships I'm building, me going to different churches, learning people's names. And that's not free. Like I have to use my cell phone for that. So that's kind of how we started as the social concierge. And that's the early stages of the social agency. Um, I, people start saying, hey, Leah, you need a website. Like, do you have a website? And I'm like, I don't have one. Couldn't afford to pay anyone. I got some tech. I built my own. And then people like, hey, this is great. Who built your website? I did. Do you mind doing mine? Sure. For a fee. And so I did it. And that's how I started to get clientele that way, started playing around with graphics and things. And so I just became 
um, my own business person doing that. Like I, I tripped into that and I was like, okay, I can grow this. I was looking at different ways to scale it. And then after a while I started to lose the passion for it. So I was like, um, those who can do, but those who can't teach. Right. So I'm like, let me just teach it. And that's when I became, I moved over to the consultant side of things where I can talk to people about, um, what they need for their brand, what they need for t to be compliant with this new digital trends and stuff, because I've always been an early adopter of them. And recently with Tipsy, I had a dinner party. I'm always cooking, you know, it's just, you know, my love language. And I decided, I saw something online and it was like a Hennessy wrapper around an ice cream cup. And I was like, that looks interesting. Who sells this? Couldn't find who sold it. And I said, well, let me just find an ice cream recipe. I found an ice cream recipe, decided to mix it with like this culotta recipe I found, threw some Hennessy in it. And while I, I told my friend, I was like, hey, so I made this ice cream. You should try it. And she's like, Leah, this is really good. I was like, I need to get an ice cream machine. I didn't have an ice cream machine. I made it by hand. So she's like, get the machine. The following year, during the pandemic, I finally break down and it just like, and Walmart, it kept taunting me. The price kept going from like $60 or $40 to $25. And I was like, all right, $25. We, we, we can't go wrong here. So I go with it. And at the time during the shelter in place, I was temping at the Capitol overnight. So with Capitol Police Department and I take some to the officers and they were like, this is good. Like, are you selling this? And I was like, well, I could, but no. So then someone comes to me, she says, I need, she's like, I need like 15 of these. Like, can you bring 15 of these by Tuesday? And I was like, let me go on Amazon, order. So like my first stickers are handwritten. My first labels were handwritten. I took a picture of it so that I know when I grow into my custom uh, cups and things just for that. So that's pretty much how Tipsy happened. In a matter of 24 hours, I made $320 and I was like, I really am onto something here. Um, and yeah, it's been blowing my mind. It's that, that surprise baby that you didn't know would actually work. So <laughs> everybody is like, Leah, why don't you have this? Why don't you have that? And I'm like, I'm behind the curve. I didn't think that this was really going to take off like this. I just thought dinner party, let's try this. My friends will like it. This will be something I do at home, but it has become, it's, it's taken on a life of its own. That's so good. And you know, and what you said there was so good. I'd like, I love to point, point out the gold and platinum nuggets that, that our uh, podcast uh, friends do. And what you just said too, you didn't know if it was going to go or not, you know, and look, you know, people always say, you know, you got to be positive. I get that. You should be positive. Obviously we started a business. We want to make money and nothing wrong with that, but we don't know which one's going to hit and which one's not going to hit. Ultimately, it's kind of like, you know, movies, right? In, in Hollywood, you know, they spend millions of dollars on these movies. Very few of them make money and very few hit lightning in a bottle, you know, just like albums, you know, you put on an album, you know, an EP, you don't know which track's going to blow up. You just don't know, but you want them all to blow up, obviously. But it's just like in this business, this tipsy, you didn't know. And that's kind of cool, though, you know, and you kind of just went out and did what you did, your God-given gifts, and, you know, started selling this thing. So, all right, so where are you at now on tipsy? What What's happening now with it? So with tipsy, we just secured our first investor. I'm really excited about that. Um, it's a 20K investment, but it's my first one. So I'm excited about that. And we don't, I didn't have to give up too much equity, which is great. I'm um, trying to keep my cap sheet pretty short. Uh, we are now, uh, we're getting ready to, we're running a giveaway right now. So actually, if anyone um, is listening, we're doing a memorial 
buffet giveaway where we're giving away a gallon of your flavored choosing with an additional size for you just so you know we can have a great memorial day um uh what else are we doing we are going to go into custom packaging pretty soon so i'm excited about that we're going to be rolling out our fun a custom packaging so i'm gonna have to say bye-bye to amazon um because they get very they get my business and i'm excited because we're going to begin shipping so the investment is ex is exclusively for us to be able to ship nationwide yes yes and you know i was watching uh i saw something today on the business channel gold belly i don't know if you heard of gold belly or not but uh they're yes, shipping i've actually been looking at them yeah and they're shipping stuff ice cream nationwide as well hot french fries too nationwide so the shipping deal the, the technology and shipping for food and what you're doing a perishable is amazing yeah so, yes it's amazing and it's also so very very expensive but so it's gonna reflect <laughs> in the price of this <laughs> yeah but it's you know gonna what? Reflect in the price yeah so you gotta have premium product right and so Amen. that's you know where i've been focusing on now making sure our product is premium yep. so that people feel like you know if i'm gonna spend fifty dollars to have you know a gallon of ice cream shipped to me it's going to be worth every cent of that fifty dollars amen more. yeah that's yeah. i love that i love that i just think it's really cool i love the way uh, you know, the Holy Spirit dropped this in on you and you just run with it with your God-given gifts. And I think that's what God does. He, he, he gives us gifts that we know that, that, that can be utilized and um, which obviously you're doing, Leah. So, all right, so yeah. All right. So tell me this. Yeah, go ahead. Shared something with me on last year. He said, there's millions in your hands. And that was one thing that I've actually just been encouraging people to like really just begin to prophesy to your hands and to different parts of your life that you really want to see manifested. I just, I looked at my hands one day and he's like, there's millions in your hand, but there's even more in your mouth. And so we just have to start speaking those things that be not as though they are. Come on, sister. I love that. Okay. So tell me about your social media business and uh, are you still, are you, are you strictly doing consulting and on that? And I know that, uh, you know, you're a big deal over on clubhouse and you've done some other stuff. So tell us what's going on with that. Um, so with social media, I'm doing that. I have clients where I do ideation sessions with them, um, for branding. So with the social agency, we cover branding, we do social media management, and we also do graphic and web design for you. So graphic and web design is kind of like our, um, it's kind of like our white label. It's something that everyone can just use and participate. The social media marketing, um, as well as like the branding and the whole product movement, that's one of our black label services. Um, and that's when people, you know, I'm on a retainer month to month, or, you know, we do three month contracts at a time or even six months. But either way, we're working with the client from beginning to end. I ask you, what is your end goal? And then we work backwards. I love the, um, the fishbone team, tell me what you're, what you want at the head. And then we're going to work backwards and figure out how to get that done. So, um, I really love that. That the consultant side is really my baby. Um, I, I like the design and graphic design. Um, and it's always going to humble me because it's go always going to remind me of where I came from, why I got into this. I did this because I didn't have the money to do it. Um, that's always going to humble me. But the consultant side, I really enjoy that because I like I get to display my intellectual prowess more. Prowess more. Um, I get to share my mind with people more. And that was one thing that NLE helped to unlock for me. It definitely helped to unlock that. I It, it affirmed that I have a brilliant mind. And I just need to 
do that and stop shrinking myself? That question, you asked us a question and it stuck with me. I don't want to give away because I want people to come, but there was some, it was a question that you asked on day one. And I believe you know that question mm-hmm. that <laughs> and say, you know, yeah, I, I'm, I've been playing small. Come on, and sister. So, well, you know, I for you, like, it, let's show up big. Yeah. And for you, I mean, you've got a big life. You've got a big, you got businesses, you got things and you know, you've got this big life and this big personality and, and success. And, and that's what I love about you, Leah, cause you like, okay, so you're, you're operating, you know, at maybe everybody else's nine, but in your opinion, you are operating at a four and for you to go from four to 10, I mean, dude, that, that's good. That's going to shift the atmospheres and the equator. Thank you. He's called us to be atmosphere changers. And that's one thing, you know, like you said, everyone else sees it as a nine. But, um, you know, I believe because our birthdays are so close to each other that we have like the same work ethic and the same mentality. I see myself as like, I'm not doing enough or I'm doing just enough for you to do it. Like, I honestly had to repent on last week because I said, God, you've given me these businesses and I'm not treating them like my babies i'm not caring for them like a mother should care for her children like i've been doing just enough just to make sure they eat just to make sure they're not malnourished but i need to be doing that much more i really need to be putting more into my businesses and so i decided to partner with the holy spirit now i asked them would be my business partner you know we've been looking for investors and things but i decided to change my prayer to god you be my investor you send the investor to me you send everything that i need and even you know he's had me in this whole vein of looking for scriptures, go back to the word and pray the word over my business and put on my sticky notes and post-its in my office about what is I want the business to look like. So good. That's so good. So you mentioned NLE and you came in uh, uh, a little while ago. And so what did you think? I mean, t- tell me some of your, I, I did, you shared NLE a little bit of for me. So yeah. you mentioned Clubhouse, right? I'm kind of a big deal on Clubhouse, I guess. And um so clubhouse i host rooms and my rooms are very unassuming they never have like any type of title the title is always like something random my next room is going to be raised boom boom room and so it's always something random it draws people in and people come in there and we kind of have spiritual Tourette's so i tell my followers on clubhouse we are the homeless christians association assemblies of the world um, we don't have a pastor, but we do have a father because we're not bastards. And so that's like our slogan. And a lot of us have kind of congregated in those rooms. And from that, we have, um, we created a family and that family. So one of them, one of the members of the group was uh, Pastor Chris Lee, who was an, who's an NLE alum. And he says, you guys, you should, well, he told me, Lee, I think this guy, Michael McIntyre might be great for you. Like what you're doing. And I was like, I'll look him up. I'll check it out. And so it was too quick. I think it was a February one. And he was like, it might be too late for you to sign up for it, but there's one that I'll let you know when the next dates come out. So he charges all of us like, Hey, you guys should sign up for this. And you know, there was a crew of us who showed up um, for many of us. That was some of our first times meeting in person. Um, and so it was just great that community that we built um, to come to NLE, but I really didn't have any expectations. I watched the video because I'm an information researcher. I watched the video on the website and I was like, okay, this is going to be something that's going to charge me and it's going to change how I think about things. I didn't know I was going to come and leave with the mind shift. Out on the plane, I said to God, I had a 6 a.m. flight. I said, God, I'm not going to say anything while I'm in the room. I'm just going to sit there and absorb. And if it's for me, 
whatever's for me is going to come to me. That's what I said. I didn't want to be like the person raising my hand to be seen all the time because I also know the power I harness. I, I have an attractive personality and I didn't want to take And so I just sat and I said, the opportunity will present itself for me to shine. And it absolutely did during one of our um, exercises. I was very, you know, confident in what I said and what I meant. Um, My team, they recognized it and then it it paid off in the long run. So um, my takeaways from NLE was definitely that it's something, you know, it just charges you in a different way. Um, I know you guys kind of say like, you know, if someone's in a rut, but even if you're not in a rut, it just gives you that extra boost to charge you in a different way. Um, you know, I, in the, in, we talked uh, on yesterday, I said something, I, was, I call everyone a snowflake now. Like if you're not doing enough, <laughs> I'm going to go to snowflake. <laughs> you don't to understand that for the listening audience, you have to come to NLE. You have to come to NLE. <laughs> Oh, that's so good. I, you know, I, I, I love the way you show up, Leah. You are, you're just, you're just, you're uh, energy personified. And I love that. And I love the way you love Jesus and your fire for the Holy spirit and, and how you trust the father uh, in all aspects of your life. And I mean, I just, it's just, you know, hanging around you and, you know, Stacy and I were saying, you know, we just want you to come and hang, you know, we can have a lot of fun. And so as soon as this thing gets back to normal, we're heading to New York city, baby, we'll be hanging out. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm actually going to New York next week. I'm in a wedding, so I'll be That's there awesome. for Memorial Day weekend. So I'm taking ice cream. Uh, the, so the, uh, the irony now with owning this ice cream business is no matter where I travel, people want ice cream. If I turn up <laughs> in a city, people are like, do you have ice cream with you? <laughs> Come on, I love that. I love so that. I travel with a beer and dry ice. Um, my dry ice man knows me by name now because um, my sister-in-law has a business down in North Carolina. She buys ice cream in bulk to sell to her clients, but then she ends up paying me because she's eating all of the ice cream. <laughs> so good. I love that. All right. So tell, tell yeah. our listeners, how do they track you? How do they find you? How do they get a hold of you? How do they, uh, you know, stalk you on social media? Sure, sure. So Twitter, Instagram, Facebook is at being Leah's being spelled the proper way, B-E-I-N-D-L-E-A-H, like the Bible. Um, and then my website is leonitha.com. So that's gonna be my first name, L-E-O-N-I-T-H-A. Uh, and you can find me there. Uh, tipsy is at taste tipsy, and that is website too, tasty.com. And you feel free to support us, sign up for our mailing list to find out when we're gonna be shipping to your state and city. And so if somebody wants to invest in this possibility, this tipsy deal, they can contact you on one of these sites or do you have an email address? Yes. Um, yes. So my email address is leonithafrancis at gmail.com. That's my email address. That is the one that I check the most often. So okay. you can track me there. I'm Leonitha Francis. I'll get that all to you so that everybody can know the spelling and everything. Yeah. But usually, um, because I, I honestly, someone trying to invest, if you were to inbox me on a social media platform i like super skeptical <laughs> <laughs> don't i know i mean look you know i'm not a big deal but i know that you know every now and then i'll get somebody that, that says something to me at first you know like they can <laughs> excuse me they can do all these sort of things and and i get these private instagram deals and and i just think half of them are scams are they not Yeah, usually, you know, I, I love that Instagram now has this thing like, you know, inbox request where you can see what's hidden. Um, you can see what's actually hidden. 
and um, or people who are not following kind of preview the message or just be like oh this is trash um so i generally i always read my messages what now if it's trash then it just doesn't get a response <laughs> no i get it i i totally get it all right so uh as you know because you you you, you kind of stalk us on podcasts which i love that and uh i just i just i want to know two things uh what scripture are you sitting on right now and any really cool books so I'm actually sitting on the scripture that I'm sitting on right now. It's actually a whole chapter. I'm in Deuteronomy the eighth earlier. I've been looking to business. And so this talks about not only business and the prosperity that's promised to you, but what is what is our obligation on that side too? Like the humbleness that we have to have, the obedience that we have to have in order to see that type of wealth and prosperity manifested for us. So I've been sitting on that, just meditating on that. Last week, but Deuteronomy 8 and 18 has really been the key verse, um, focal verse, yes. And then the book that I'm reading is 10 Unique Strengths of a Woman's Brain and How to Make Them Work for You. And so we know oftentimes in business, and the author is Tracy Packiam Alloway. Um, so often in business, women are saying, you know, they can't leave because they're too emotional. They leave with their feelings and things like that. So, traits and tells us how to use them for our best um, benefit. That's really cool. That's really, really cool. How'd you find this book? Um, I'm a geek. So I strolled through Barnes and Nobles, just, you know, <laughs> pulling off things and just looking at things. I, I, I'm, a, I'm a nerd um, at heart. <laughs> you know, I take dates yourself to Barnes and Nobles and I just read and enjoy books. <laughs> that's so good. That's, that's so awesome. Well, that's why you're so smart. You know, you're just always constantly learning and, and making things happen and mover and shaker. Okay. So, uh, well, thank you. And I, I listen, listeners, uh, this woman is making things happen and i've had some powerful women on lately i really have uh last week we had uh we had uh, louise from australia and this week we have leah from the bronx new york city baby and i just love it uh it's such diversity it's such good uh entrepreneurship and i you know i just think entrepreneurship is all about uh putting jesus in the marketplace yeah and so uh how does that show up for you leah in the marketplace with jesus um, well, what shows up for me, I love that you said that. I've never felt like, so my granddad was a pastor and a theologian, and I just never felt as though that the church was always going to accept my style of ministry. I knew I was called to minister at 15, but I just didn't feel like the pulpit was the thing for me. Like, I didn't feel like I had the hoop, the growl or anything like that. I come from a Pentecostal church, so they look for that. I just felt like I was more the teacher, and my grandfather was a ordained he was ordained a biblical teacher so i've always felt like for me however god was going to use me was going to be outside of the church but with the light i always wanted it to be that there was something about just name it about me and i would be the glow of the holy spirit and so um i just i've been afforded to go into different spaces ecumenically as well as spiritually where i'm able to just be myself and people are usually there's something different about you and when i'm able to share my faith with them I just love it that much more. And I, I do believe that favor is um, rest on my life. And I believe that the hand of God is on my life. And he's also taken me into these different places. And not just for the world, but all, and not just for marketplace, but also he's taken me there for those who are in 
in the church to see that it's possible to still love God and not compromise on your standards and still be successful in business, successful outside in the secular. So with my podcast, Thoughts and Theology, my catchphrase is that we live at the, cor- at the corner, the intersection of secular and spiritual, because that's where um, God has called us to be. The Great Commission says, go into the highways and hedges and compel them to come. And so... Man, you say a lot so fast. I love it. I love it. I think... <laughs> you just do. You do. Hey, he, all right, says, so, he also says, feed my sheep. And so that's what I'm here to do. I'm here to feed his sheep. Come on. I love that. All right. Tell me about, I forgot to ask you about your podcast. How do we find your podcast? What's the name of your podcast? The podcast is Thoughts in Theology with Leonitha Francis, and we are on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. All right, listeners, go check so, it out because this woman has something to say and she's mover and shaker and, and an entrepreneur, loves Jesus, the Holy Spirit. And as you can tell from her personality, man, she she takes no prisoners, baby. She's out there making it happen, selling ice cream to the to the police and, and just and and figuring this thing out. I love Tipsy. I just think that's so cool. And so yeah, go follow her. Yes, yes. I'll take some of that Hennessy and uh, ice cream, baby. Come on. <laughs> what What are some of your flavors? <laughs> so we have very grown vanilla. We decided to dis- to disguise this uh, the name. So very grown vanilla is the one that's infused with Hennessy or cognac. Um, then we have Grandma's Peach Cobbler, which has Grand Marnier liqueur and um, horchata in it, and fresh peaches. We have red wine, bougie blackberry, which is a red wine, and black fresh blackberries. Uh, we have banana pudding. Nana's pudding has a banana cream liqueur with some vodka in it. And then we have a chocolate. We didn't forget our chocolate lovers. So Jungle Fever has uh, a chocolate as well as Jameson. Come on, man. I love these names. Where, did you come up with all these names? I did. Um, my brother, my youngest brother helped me. He's going to kill me if I don't give him his props for it. So my baby brother helped me come up with some of these names. Come on. What's his name? Oh, his name is Marcus. All right, Marcus. You're, yeah, that's awesome, Marcus. So you, Mark, Marcus, you need to get a piece of this action, bro. Uh, let me know if you need some help in negotiations. <laughs> I'm sure you're being taken care of. But this is going to be a big deal. Listen, I, I, I really think it's going to be a big deal. And um, because you're a big deal in his kingdom. And I love that you're partnering with the Holy Spirit on this. So yeah, uh, we're going to have to have, I know that Brittany and uh, my oldest daughter hasn't met you yet, but uh, Brianna and Brecca just think you're the bomb, man. They just, they dig you and uh, you're, I love them. you're pretty hip to the hop. And so uh, we want you to hang, come down and hang out and uh, bring some ice cream. And, and, and I, I understand that, uh, uh, that you like cigars too. I do. That was one thing you and I shared. And I have a special stick with this. It's one of, it's actually, it's a golden treat. That's all I'm going to say. But it's, I have a special stick for you when I see you. Awesome. 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 All right. So thank you so much, Leah. You've been a tr- treat. I've been a joy. You're a breath of fresh air. Uh, I call you Bofa, baby. And uh, I love that. I like what you're doing out there. So listen, listeners, check out Tipsy. Check out her uh, podcast. Uh, follow her on Instagram, Facebook, and go to her website. It'll be in the show notes. And so, Leah, thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. I- as soon as you go, as soon as you IPO this thing, we want to we want to go public. We want to have you back on the, on the podcast. 
you're the second person to say that. And so I received that. I also fully received the blessing that you pronounced on me at NLE. We got 12 months to do this thing. We're like 11 months down now, right? First million in 11 months. Come on, sister. You got this. You got this. So thank you so much. And uh, listeners, check out Leah Francis. She is a mover and a shaker in Jesus' name. Thank you. Thank you, Leah. Appreciate it. Blessing, sister. Thank you for listening to the Next Level Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, and share. For more resources to help you maintain your next level life, join our community at themichaelmcintyre.com.